0: hey guys i'm pk welcome to the peaks pod if you're looking for dfs content for the 2020 season of the nrl look no further it is my favorite day of the year it is tlt or team list tuesday for round one of the nrl also known as fantasy christmas so merry christmas to all those out there i have been counting this down for weeks i've been driving the misses up the wall it's been great fun now as of recording now, Moneyball has just released their first contest for the NRL season. It is the Eels versus Bulldogs, the $15 entry, and there is is fifteen dollars of prize money. Now, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. Now, this podcast is actually being recorded for uh, sort of information for the newbies out there, for the season-long transitioners into the DFS world, and those who are just looking to take their DFS game to the next level. So for all intents and purposes, I'll be recording the podcast for round one after this podcast. I'm starting this podcast because content seems to be fairly limited for NRL and over time, lower prize money is probably the reason. There's a few articles, a few podcasts here and there, but there's not much out there. Uh, I'll be releasing weekly pods uh, as soon as contests are released. I'll be reviewing the previous week's results as well as previewing um, the current week. Uh, from, as my background, uh, I've been playing NRL Supercoach and NRL Fantasy for a, for a long time. Um, I've been playing DFS NRL for the last few years. Uh, I'm, an NRL, I'm a Canterbury Bulldogs supporter, so please don't hold that against me. Uh, and I've played, coached and refereed rugby league at the lowest possible level. Now let's go through some DFS basics. Uh, for those that are completely new, DFS stands for Daily Fantasy Sports, and it works quite similar to NRL Supercoach or NRL Fantasy, where you're given a salary cap, uh, you've got positions where you have to pick players, and you're trying to maximise your points. Now In Australia, there's two main websites that run Rugby League DFS, and that is Moneyball and DraftStars. You tend to have generally single game contests. That's, that's where the money is. Uh, they do run sort of... Uh, Full day or full round contest, but the prize money is, is not great, so I generally stick to the single game contest. Uh, in terms of prize money, uh, Moneyball tends to be lower generally than Draft Stars. Um, the prize money allocation is also a little bit different, with Moneyball being a bit top heavy and Draft Stars sort of distributing the money around. In terms of salary cap, you've got 60 grand on Moneyball, 100 grand on Draft Stars. Obviously, it's all got to do with the player pricing, so I wouldn't take too much notice of that. Um, in terms of positions, Moneyball keeps it pretty simple. You have to pick one hooker, four forwards, a half, and three backs. And Draft Stars is a bit more like a real NRL lineup where you've got your hooker, your two front row forwards, your two second row forwards, your half, your centre, and two wing fullbacks. There's a few key scoring differences as well. With Moneyball, uh, tends to reward attacking stats a bit more, quite similar to NRL Supercoach for those who play. And Draft Stars is a bit more geared towards base stats and sort of um, you know, your, your tackles, your, your run meters, things like that. Uh, to give you a few examples, Moneyball's try scoring is 10 points, whereas Draft Stars is eight. Uh, Moneyball's uh, try assist is eight, whereas Draft Stars is five. And Moneyball gives you just half a point for a tackle, whereas Draft Stars gives you one point. Uh, you can explore the full scoring differences uh, once the contests come out, you can have a look on the websites. All right, now let's get into some DFS theory. I know you're all looking forward to this. Uh, I like to think of DFS as a maths puzzle. Uh, You don't want to be biased, obviously, when you're picking players. You don't want to pick players on emotion. Um, It's it's maths, it's logic. These are things you have to look out for if you are going to be successful. So, like I said, the aim of the game is obviously to score the most points uh, with the restraints you're given in salary cap and positions. Now, when it comes to... Uh, maximizing your salary cap, uh, I like to look at a metric as, uh, as other people do as well called player value. So your value is basically how many points your player is giving you per $1,000 that they cost. Um, to, to keep it simple, I'll be referring to you know 5X value or 6X value if I'm talking about five points or six points per $1,000 going forward in, in my podcast. To look at last year, um, the median win, median win score on DraftStars was about 460 and 330 on Moneyball. The reason I bring that up is that you sort of need to know where to aim for with what kind of value you need for your player. To keep it simple for you, um, if you're aiming for 460 with 100,000 salary cap on DraftStars, you're aiming for about 4.6 points uh, per $1,000 or 4.6x value. And on Moneyball, it'll be 5.5x value with that 60k salary cap. Now, obviously, this isn't going to be the value for each player you pick. Uh, it's going to be an average value across your team. Um, naturally you'll be picking cheaper players who sort of get you better value hopefully like seven or eight times and then you can use the rest of your salary cap to aim for uh, the possibly lower value players but players that score you lots of points. Naturally to predict a player's value you need to be able to project the points that they're going to score. Uh, so you'd want to work out the player's floor, and what I mean by that is the minimum points you expect them to score week in, week out. Uh, the factors you'd look at are the minutes that the player's playing, uh, their base stats, so their tackles and run meters, uh, as well as their matchups. So if a player's partic- playing a particularly weak team or per- maybe they're on a weak side of that team's defence, uh, you may want to target them in those situations. Uh, so all those things sort of go into uh, predicting how many points a player will score. Now, if you break down the middle forwards and the rest of the players, Middle forwards are not quite as matchup dependent, Uh, generally they get their points from purely base stats, so those are the kind of players you can sort of pick from whichever team. However, when it comes to the backs, so your wingers, centres, fullbacks and uh, halves, as well as your second row forwards who sort of run on the edges, uh, those are players that are quite matchup dependent, so I'd I'd take a a careful look at the players that they're playing up against uh, before deciding which one to pick. Now, a big factor that comes into picking players is also uh, the game script. And what I mean by that is that you need to look at how you expect the game to play out. If there's a big favourite in in one of the matches, uh, for example, the Roosters might be heavy favourites against the Titans, uh, you probably want to be picking more Roosters players, especially more Roosters attacking players, and maybe some middle forwards for the Titans who will rack up lots of tackles as they'll probably be defending a lot. Uh, I know this happened last year, especially on Moneyball. I entered a contest and uh, played basically all Roosters players in my team. I ended up having the same team as seven other players and we actually all ended up coming first. So stacking is definitely something that that happens in DFS in general, but especially in NRL where you do have, um, when you're just playing the single game contest, so it makes it very easy to stack. So trying to predict the game script is very important especially if you're only entering one team. If you're entering multiple teams, you could sort of go with different angles, but if you're only playing with one team, you definitely want to consider stacking if you expect it to be a one-sided game. So just a few notes before I wrap up. Uh, You should be picking value first. So pick your 5X, 6X, 7X guys uh, as your first picks and then see how much salary cap you have left for the guns. If you go with the guns early, uh, you'll find that you really don't have much cash left over and you'll end up picking players purely because you have to rather than because they're good value. Uh, also, there's $2 comps on both DraftStars and Moneyball. So get involved. It's the best way to learn is to make those mistakes early on and it won't cost you too much. That's how I started off. Luckily, I got a, I got a bit of luck when I started off and, and made a bit of money and built that bankroll. But we're all not so lucky. Um, lastly, uh, you want to check Twitter check team lists, read any Supercoach or NRL fantasy content out there because you learn about player roles and what sort of minutes you can expect from a player, if there's any uh, injuries, key injuries, if there's anyone coming back um, who might get named um, for round one, you never know. So make sure you stay, uh, uh, stay aware of all the news that's out there. I'll be recording for the full round once all the contests come out, hopefully in time for your Wednesday commute home or Thursday morning commute. So subscribe if you're interested, it's free, and I'll catch you soon.